0: Access All Areas on Foo Radio.
1: Hello, good evening, welcome everyone to another edition of
2: Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you babes? I'm really good, thank you. Making the most of, I think, probably our last day of summer. Yes,
1: I believe so. I went out for a nice walk on my lunch break today and I have to say it uh, it was lovely, but I did get the feeling like this is really, I'm really like eking out the last little bit of summer today. Yeah. Did
2: did you have a nice weekend? I know you were, um, did you go away for the night? Oh, yes. I was away um, filming uh, and had a nice little evening away, which which was really nice. Again, we've we've been so lucky for the last few days with the weather. Really lovely big manor house, which was really nice.
1: Lovely.
2: And, um, yeah, but I generally feel, though, that, as we say, winter's on its way. And, you know, I ain't mad at that because I kind of feel like I I do love a bit of winter fashion I do love a chunky knit, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to bring it on too soon, but when it comes, I, I, I'm going to be ready for it.
1: Good, I'm glad to hear that. I have to say, I'm, I, I mean, I do like winter, but the second I put a jumper on, I'm a sweaty mess. So I have to be like, I mean, I'm the kind of person that's wearing the same t-shirt all year round. I can't, I can't bear it. Um, but having said that, we're all going to be stuck inside anyway, aren't we? <laughs> because there's a second lockdown coming. How, how yeah. are you feeling about all of that?
2: No, I'm not gonna lie it all just scares me a little bit like really is this year like, I just don't know what's next it has just been the strangest of strange mm. and I mean we're kind of prepared for it in the sense that we've already done three plus months already this year but just when I thought there was light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> seems no, to, no no <laughs> no like the whole kind of making sure you're out of restaurants and bars by 10 o'clock and that kind of thing, you just think, "Oh, when's this going to rain And what does this really mean for, for Christmas?"
1: Yeah, I think that's the, probably the question on everyone's mind, isn't it? Christmas. I was, i actually, I was having the exact same discussion with my mum because she's moving house as well, so she probably won't even have room for me to come visit. Well, she will. I mean, but I'll have to sleep on on a mattress on the floor or something. Um, you know, like it's it's. And you know, my sister was planning to see her brother-in-law, but they've got three kids. My sister's got two kids, so that's five already between them. What if you can't have more than six? Um, my sister works for the police as well, so she really can't break the rules. Um, <laughs> like you know, like it's it's just going to be really weird. And I think every, we're all we're used to the year on a normal year working in a cycle, aren't we? you? Know you go, you have your early year when everyone's trying to get healthy, and then the summer comes round, and then it's winter and Christmas and blah blah. Everyone goes on the holidays in the summer, or whatever. This year, there's just none of that. And I think trying to get into that weird idea that Christmas is not going to be what we think it is, I don't know, just find it really bizarre.
2: Yeah, and I mean, well, even down to to things like the build-up to Christmas, obviously, I think, it's probably safe to say there are going to be no office parties. Well, no. there ain't no offices really at I the minute, mean, is there? To be fair, <laughs> no. kidding, no. so there's that kind of side things. I don't know what it means for people going Christmas shopping. I mean, people have spent so many months not working that no one's really going to have money to spend anyway. Yeah, and then like say so when it comes to picking what family you can have around the table, how do you even decide that?
1: yeah i, I it's mean probably it's could be like a
2: secret centre, but for guests
1: <laughs> you, you are rude you, <laughs> <laughs> you have to spend christmas by yourself um <laughs> you know if the numbers come down substantially maybe they'll let us have christmas wouldn't that be nice
2: <laughs> oh yeah fingers crossed that boris says the saves the, the christmas joy that says <laughs> you know what guys go um Go and have the 25th with your family and yeah. then all back on the 26th.
1: Yeah, in your houses, no going out. Um, yeah, no yeah.
2: going out. Well, that's kind of the thing that I don't really understand because I don't know where we pulled the 10pm rule from. Like, can we not catch COVID now until 10... O- well, you can't catch uh, it in the dark. After it's 10, nice yeah.
1: yeah. And maybe, maybe it's so that people aren't as drunk. I guess probably as the evening gets on, you're less likely to be adhering to social distancing you've had a few more drinks post 10 p.m. But is there a, oh, b- a big difference between 10 and 11? I don't know. Like, it's there must be a reason why they're doing it. I imagine that's the only reason I could think. Would it, will it have any effect on TOWIE? Or um, well, usually if okay. you finish filming by then?
2: Sometimes we think, I mean, sometimes we do film late. So we have been known to film a lot later than 10. But I don't know where we stand. And this is the, the problem that, and I hold my hands up to it, I still don't fully understand the rules. Every time rules come out, they're always so kind of 50 shades of grey that I don't (laughs) Don't. fully, really understand them. Do you know what I mean? So, although that's the case, I don't know where we stand because towering is work. So does workplaces not have to be a 10 o'clock curfew? Or is it still up until 10, even if you're working?
1: No idea. I have no. Maybe that's one for the producers. I think, but yeah, I mean, it's totally, it's totally confusing. You have actually had a little bit of drama yourself in Towie this week, haven't you?
2: Yes, Speaking of. So, uh, yeah. Speaking yeah, uh, just a little bit. Which again, it is the, it's the the strangest of times, really, because Sunday night's ep went out, and there was a scene in particular where some of the girls got into it. Shall we say? And it, there was a, there was a rail which was quite a full on rail, And this Some, is with
1: Chloe, right?
2: So Chloe Brockett, um, yeah, had been having a little bit of beef and um, ended up having a row with, so there was Clevia, Nicole, Olivia. So Chloe Brockett walks in, she's with Yaz, and me and Saf happened to be in the same beer garden. So. As I kind of put a statement out on Instagram, so I think some people still don't, and I kind of get it, don't, don't fully understand how the nature of, not just how, I guess a lot of reality TV or, or all TV shows work. So mm-hmm. when we're filming a scene, we can film that from 45 minutes, an hour, sometimes more, which obviously if you think about it, that has to be condensed down because if there's 10 scenes or 12 scenes in a whole show, the show can't be 12 hours long. Yeah, of no, it's not Big I
1: mean,
2: Brother. <laughs> no, it, it's not Big Brother. So, long and short of it is, the girls have all got into this heated discussion. Well, say so it's a rare and uh, <laughs> quite a full on row. And after all, everyone said their kind of bit. I don't believe that there was no bully in there. Everyone was just, they're all strong women. They all had their opinions mm-hmm. and they, they had to say what they had to say and, and they all stand by what they said. So I've then eventually let everyone get it off their chest, said to all the girls, not any girl in particular, them, like enough's enough kind of thing. I tried to defuse it, tried to end it, but that didn't make the edit. So I've now been trolled because it looks like in some people's eyes, well, the trolls' eyes, Mm. uh, which is another story in itself, the (laughs) lovely trolls that we we know and love, uh, have decided to troll me because they said I was just sat in the beer garden watching a 19-year-old girl get annihilated, um, which isn't the case. Like she, she stood her own. The girls have had their discussion. And yes, I campaigned for Be Kind. I campaigned to make trolling illegal and to make online, and online a more positive place. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't fall on me all the time. I can't run around to every argument in Essex. No, no, it's not uh, your job. It's not my job. I don't have a magic wand and make everyone not have disagreements. Love and so, light. <laughs> yeah, love and light. And so, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was a little bit full on. So I, that's why I just wanted to put that statement out there. Yeah, Actually, fair enough. I don't edit the show. I'm not a producer. I did say my bit in the end. I was like, look, girls, bloody blah, blah. However, that didn't make the cut. And do you know what? A lot of stuff doesn't make the cut in in TV. You know, so. But hey ho, um, <laughs> you
1: move on, and I and I assume I assume the trolls will move on too. I'm sure I'm sure you will have done something next week that will have upset them just as much.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah, Com- completely, Stephen. And this
1: is the problem, <laughs> is it? But actually, we have a guest on today who will be able to uh, discuss a bit more. With, don't we?
2: We do. We have my good friend Safon, Lempierre. She'll be joining us for a little chat, and yeah. uh, I mean, she actually was at the. A beer garden with me, sat at the table, mm-hmm. so uh, we, we can have a lovely little chat, see how, she, how she's finding it. She's still relatively new to the show, so mm-hmm. it's always nice to kind of see how they're finding it, how they're settling in, Yeah, uh, yeah. especially during these strange times. Uh, yeah, because are...
1: it's not the big, big parties in a mansion somewhere and uh, you know, fashion shows or trips to Wales or whatever. It, or, or, uh, Marbella you used to go Marbella, to. Marbella, or... yeah. None of that anymore, not in 2020. You get, you're lucky if you get to sit in the beer garden and watch two people have a Barney.
2: <laughs> yeah, we've we, we had a night away in Chelmsford. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> do you know what, it's the year of the staycation and I'm grateful for that, do you know what I mean, I'm a bit of Chelmo. So yeah. um, we, we take what we can take and I just think we, we've all just got to make do, do you know what I mean, we've all got our health, that's yeah, the that, main thing. That is you know, true, as long
1: as we do. Um, so yeah. yeah, in addition to Saf, we also have uh, coming up first actually Maya Vanda from uh, Selling Sunset, which is very exciting. We had Mary on a couple of weeks ago, um, so it'll be great to speak to her and find out her perspective on uh, on the on the show and what's all been going on. And then also um, we have Faye Tozer from Steps, who. I actually did a little pre-record interview with last week. We don't usually do that on this show, but um, she was only available for a very small amount of time. So uh, I took a bit of time out to speak to her. So that will be coming up at the end of the show. Um, So, yeah, she's, do you know what? She's actually really lovely. Um, I've I've interviewed her a couple of times. She's she's one of those, like, you would never, if you didn't know she was a celebrity, you would never guess it from the way she acts. She's just completely down to earth, completely normal. So um, yeah, really nice to chat with her. Um, gutted
2: on me, oh, such a steps Faye. Yeah,
1: Faye, you um, really missed out, you lucked out there, but you know, totally understandable. You're a busy man. Um, <laughs> there, has been, there has been some showbiz goss to get through this week. Have you seen uh, the first confirmed celebrity for Dancing on Ice?
2: Yeah, Mylene you
1: What do you I, reckon? I was a bit shocked.
2: Oh well, I am shocked. I Ain't gonna lie, but I've got a sneaky suspicion she's gonna be really good. Do you think? Yeah, I don't know why I think. You know, actually, I do know why I think that. Because I think anyone who can play an instrument is really intelligent. I don't know why I think <laughs> that. <laughs> I know what you mean. And uh, Maybe it, you
1: think they maybe just can like handle themselves better and no rhythm and that kind of stuff. I don't
3: know.
2: Yeah, well, I think they must. It's a talent. I mean, I basically at a push mastered the recorder and the triangle <laughs> which ain't really well, it's, it's not going to get you very far in the music world do you know what I mean yeah, um, yeah. so I think she's going to be really really good I can't wait to see the rest of the names I've been trying to find around like on the DL what are, who's the rumours um, but it all seems to be quite tight lipped
1: well there, there have been a couple of rumours um, that I have read uh, Becky Vardy uh, seems to be quite hotly tipped uh, which is quite interesting considering yeah. she's in the middle of her um, little battle with Colleen Rooney I guess you could say um, and then who else is oh, uh, oh no Jamie Lance Strictly um, oh there's a guy who's in Emmerdale who was confirmed today but I uh, I can't remember his name
2: <laughs> uh, Are they staggering them daily Do we find out one celebrity
1: I think maybe yeah because the funny th- The thing with uh, Dancing on Ice Is they take so long to train don't they So even though the show doesn't start until January I guess they meet uh, uh, A Warren Plant His name is Warren Plant I've just been informed um, uh, Yeah from Emmerdale um, Yeah so they, t- they take so much time to train But yeah I, I do I agree with you I do think that Miley's going to be one to watch um, I'm, I'm excited to see uh,
2: what you'll bring to the table.
1: Um, there was I also what's
4: going to
2: be different, Nish. Do you reckon there will be changes because of everything that's obviously going on with the world? Well, they
1: did confirm on Strict, with Strictly, haven't they, that they are having a, a, sh- a studio audience, but they're, they're seated like on tables, like there would be at like an award show or something. Um, so it's going to be a kind of a different setup. I wonder if Dancing on Ice will be the same. I, don't, I think yeah. it's actually, it's a bit of a longer run than Strictly, I can't, I can't really remember but um, yeah, I wonder if they'll have to isolate with their dancers and blah blah but again, I guess it all really depends what the state of the world is like come the time the show starts in early January um, Yeah, cool. We just, we because just don't know celebs
2: normally start putting their skates on I always think around October celebs start getting their practice in yeah. So they must be due now to start getting their partners and training but like you say, they've now probably got a I don't know what they'll have to do with their partners to make sure they've then become their own bubble. Yeah. It's just and what that means for the group dances as well. Cause normally like when you get all the celebs and all, all the pros that do their, their shows and their, their little performances normally because it's a relatively small ring. There's, I don't know how they'll all be two meters, but, They'll be probably producers sat there somewhere with their pen and paper, <laughs> desperately trying out. to
1: work it out with and a tape measure. Yeah, um, I guess yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Um, I do, I believe we actually have our first guest Maya here right now, so Love let's it. get her in. Hello? Can
3: you hear me? Hi.
1: Yes, you can hear
3: you. Oh my gosh, you guys, literally, I, I, for some reason, I thought we are, I mean, well, I thought it's another hour, and I just <laughs> finished I feeding my baby, and she literally. Everything on the floor here, so it's huge. <laughs> and my, my dog is here, licking everything right now. But anyway,
1: oh, so sorry. So I, I, mean, I do up.
3: not look professional. Am you I too need,
1: loud? You don't sorry. need to worry at all. Um, thank you so much. Well, we appreciate you? you coming on when you when you can. Yeah, how are you doing? No
3: worries. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing?
1: Very well, very well. How how are things over in uh, California?
3: It's actually I'm in Florida right now. I'm in Miami. Oh,
1: okay, okay. How's that?
3: Have to put the camera down for a second. Ah, things are well. I mean, you know, COVID. I've been really busy, really, really busy with work. Uh, so you so, are
1: you working between the two, between Miami
3: and? Yeah. So I'm I, I'm all based in Miami now. Um, you know, if we do season four, I'll have to go back to LA for a few months. But we relocated to Miami, and obviously, since COVID, I was avoiding traveling uh, at any time. Although I do have clients who. Um, looking to buy in LA so they can actually travel and they will decide to travel. Then I'll probably make my way to LA for a day or two to do the showings and be involved as much as I can. But yeah, I'm in Florida and Miami.
2: And has the season four been confirmed to you yet? Can you reveal?
3: I cannot reveal.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's looking like I think.
3: I will tell you it's 50, 50% chance. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough.
1: I think, I think, the the funny thing with Selling Sunset is that because it, it became such a hit, you know, while lockdown happened and people were looking for a little bit of glamour and, uh, and excitement. What is it you think about the show that has endeared people to it?
3: I think the combination of the crazy girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kidding. Actually, they're all great. Uh, sorry, my son is here. That's okay. You know. They play in his favorite song, and it's our song anyway. So he's looking at me, like, "Are you picking me up to to dance?" But anyways, I think it's a combination. It's a combination of the girls, and I would say also um, the houses. You know, look, everybody loves real estate, and especially you see all the glam and the sexiness. And I think it's just a good combination. You just see LA very well, and then you see obviously, you know, the hot spots and add music to it. I think it's a great. Uh, formula for a successful show.
2: Yeah. Can you believe the success that the show's had? Like, does it feel a bit surreal?
3: You know, I cannot believe the success. And I probably don't even know how successful it is because I'm very, I guess, down to earth. And I don't really see it as a big deal because I do real estate. I'm not an actress to, you know, be famous. But it is nice. I mean, I don't go out as much because obviously COVID. So when I do go to do showings or... Even to the grocery store, people always recognize me. So it's with the mask. I'm like, I guess I don't look that bad. (laughs) That must
1: have been... No makeup
3: with mask and I still get recognized. I'm like, okay, you know.
1: (laughs) What's what's kind of the... What do people say to you? Do they just want to get a picture or...
3: Sometimes pictures or, you know, oh my gosh, you're mine from Selling Sunset. I moved to the other room because I have the two babies in the other room. Oh,
1: that's okay. Uh, So they're
3: like, oh my gosh, we love you. We're Selling Sunset. So it's, it's nice, you know, we inspire people. Um... And I think, it, I think it's great. I get emails all the time. I actually just got an email about someone who got her license and I get in those all the time. So I'm trying to do Zoom and, and kind of like meetups and some inspirational stuff for people and kind of like tips and advice. Obviously in the show, everything looks so easy, but mm-hmm. I just have to keep things real. It's not always easy. Most of the time, it's actually very difficult.
2: i think pick next the... The success of the show though I know obviously we've all gone through the strangest of times the last year with, with everything that's been happening with the pandemic so yeah. when we've all been kind of shut away in our houses to kind of have that escape from reality and see these most amazing properties like in LA tens of yeah. millions of pounds it, <laughs> it's property porn isn't it yeah
3: it is it is it's totally you know a property porn and I think and, and there are so many beautiful houses in L.A. We obviously don't show all of them. We show whatever listings or buyers we, we work with. But the real estate in L.A. is amazing and, and people have money. I mean, that's the entertainment industry. People have money. A lot of those houses sell all cash. I mean, hmm. I don't know what they do. I probably shouldn't do real estate. I should do what they do. <laughs> So I can actually buy the houses, <laughs> you know? <laughs> do you
1: ever get a bit but, of envy or do you, get, do you go in there and think, oh, I'd like to do that to my house or, you know, I'd like a giant pool and a waterfall or whatever?
3: I love to see houses. and No, I actually don't get envy at all. I, I, I love seeing houses. I love dry, driving by and see constructions. I, I just, just love, love real estate. It. I'm passionate about it. Mm. Um, so I definitely don't get envy. I think it's actually more like, more. you know what? A vision. But I also don't need like a huge mention. It's not my thing either. I'm okay with, I mean, we just bought a house here last last year and it's a nice one story, 3,000 square feet and I love my house. So, um, yeah. And you've
1: got your family there and I guess that's the most important thing, isn't it?
3: Exactly. I got my two kids, my husband who is wonderful. I wish I could show him in the show, but unfortunately I cannot. Yeah, so, that, that
1: was actually I was going to ask about that. What, what is the reasoning behind that? There's, there's a lot of uh, people talk about it, don't they? they want to well, know he's
3: a secret agent. I'm kidding. No. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, you know, he, he's in finance. He's, uh, he works for a big company who buys companies. So he has a pretty big, you know, role. And I feel like maybe him being on a reality show, like our show, with all the drama and nonsense at times, um, I feel like it could risk actually him losing his job. So unfortunately, I cannot, cannot show him as much. So I try to share, you know, Instagram and all that stuff. So people can at least know who is my husband. But he has a very professional career and it doesn't really align with, you know, the, the show storylines. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm going to try maybe for if, if, I'm, if we have season four, if I'm on season four, I don't even know that. Maybe... One episode of, I don't know, me and him walking with the babies or something. I think it's that bad. Just to but... show his
1: face briefly. Would be... Just to show
3: that I actually have a husband. I'm not like some imaginary crazy person. <laughs> I don't and just go and your... adopt children. Yeah. <laughs> what
2: does your husband think of your success in the success of the show? Does he sit and watch it with you?
3: He hates it. No, I'm kidding. He, you know, no. He loves it. He's very, very supportive of that. Uh, And it's been very difficult for us last year because he was in Miami full time. I was in L.A. renting a place with our, you know, baby, with our son for like five months. So he was doing the back and forth and it wasn't easy. I mean, we obviously made it happen because he was just supporting of me doing the show. Now, that being said, if we get picked up and I have to relocate with two kids for a couple of months, it's probably not going to be an option for me. So I have to figure out what to do if they want me in the show. Maybe fly again back and forth. Maybe be there one month. I don't know. I have to. I, I'll have to worry about it when it comes. But they. I don't know if they even want me if they do season four because I don't provide the drama. I'm pretty much, you know.
1: Would you I would guess. you be would you be sad if you weren't involved? Would you? Want I to think. Back? Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, look. My priority is my family, and also my real estate in Miami is getting really busy. So I like to pursue that and focus on that. That being said, being on a show on Netflix, it's an amazing opportunity. So. I would be a little bit disappointed. Sure, I'm not providing the, the drama, but I think I can add some value to it because, you know, real estate and my kids and there is more to share. Obviously, last season focused heavily on Kuchel's divorce. Um, and therefore, and you know, you had manza also, which is a new girl. So you, I totally lost, I think, screen time. But I don't have an ego. I'm fine losing screen time. But I think I, you can show more of me a little bit as well. But yeah, I don't okay. have Vigo, but they can show me more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In an ideal world. Well, you, you mentioned Critchell. Yeah, have, you seen, um, have you seen her on Dancing with the Stars?
3: So uh, I, I saw a video. I, I wanted to watch video Dancing with the Stars, but I couldn't. But I only saw her dancing. And, you know, I heard she got uh, bad reviews, but I actually saw her dance, and I think she did very well. Yeah, I she mean, was good.
1: I thought she was good. She was
3: good. I don't know why people gave her a hard time. And you know what? I told her, actually, I'm like, look, you put yourself out there. You you give it a shot. I probably would suck at it. So good for her for trying. And whoever says bad things, oh, she's terrible dancing, blah, blah, blah. You know what? It's not easy. I'm sure she's very nervous. So. Well, she's
1: not professional, is she? <laughs> you know, she's, exactly, she's
3: learning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, trust me, I would probably follow her or something. She didn't even fail. So <laughs> I think she has another um, thing tonight. I think there is one. Um, Oh, okay. tonight so episodes I'm gonna to try to follow and watch but um, I'm supportive of that I think it's great she's doing that and good for her
1: she has also suggested that the the brokerage is split uh, and that some people have left is there anything you can talk about
3: yeah so well the only one who actually kind of like left is Brett because he opened his own technically but Brett, Brett is a licensed broker so people don't understand the, the difference between an agent and a broker When you are an agent, you have to hang your license under a broker. In our case, it's Jason. Now, Brett is also a broker, so he's just doing his own thing, and he's technically the only one who left, but he's still obviously doing stuff with Jason. They work on a bunch of deals together. Rumors were, I mean, Christine uh, was saying that I left the brokerage, but I'm totally with Jason. (laughs) We're actually working on uh, a listing here together in Miami and, and another buyer, so we're definitely collaborating. Um, so would it be
1: possible for to, you to maybe set up an office in Miami and for there to be a kind of a spin-off or something like that?
3: It's been talked talk about it. I'm, I am taking my broker's license so I can actually run the office, but I don't know if you will want to invest financially doing that. I think it would be cool to e- either do a spin-off or even show me doing stuff in Miami because Miami is also very sexy. Mm. Um, and we do have a lot of international buyers, and a lot of them are from the UK as well. I mean, the Beckhams just bought... And nice I spent penthouse here in one of yes, the buildings. i heard, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, maybe we can feature them and...
1: Uh... Have you uh, met them? I... Have
3: you met the Beckhams? No, I haven't. I haven't right. met the Beckhams. It would be nice if I would be the buyers or seller agent, but yeah. <laughs> I think I have to do like 20 seasons of Selling Sunset to get to, to those kind of clients.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
3: <laughs> but I love the Beckhams. I mean, I love Spice Girls, you know, back in the days. Remember Spice Girls? Oh, but yeah, funny story, actually. So, I used to door knock up in the hills. You just literally go door to door and ask if people want to buy or sell. So, one of the doors I who opened to me was Mel B. Oh,
1: really? No. What did she say yeah, to but you? What did she say? Go away. She was Leave nice. <laughs> I just asked
3: if she, but she was nice. But it was funny because, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't tell her, oh my gosh, you're Mel B from Spice Girls, but I totally knew who she was. So,
1: um, <laughs> well, were you, yeah. and, and was she interested in selling?
3: No, but I think they sold it like two, three years <laughs> later, the house.
1: Uh, okay. God, that's Same so house, funny. Yeah. So, well, there yeah. you go. You could, actually, one Spice Girls ticked off. You've just got four <laughs> more to get now.
3: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for speaking to us today, Mo. I really appreciate it. Um, no problem. And uh, enjoy the and rest of And thanks, my way
3: for the UK fans, because, I mean, after the US, the UK is our number, I guess. One with selling sunset, so thank you.
1: People are obsessed; they just love seeing sunny, sunny places. I tell you, that's what it is. <laughs>
3: that's awesome. That's awesome, guys.
1: Thank you so much. Really appreciate you coming on. Thanks
3: thank you, sorry yes. for being being late. But you know, we can call it professionally. Well, no, fashionably late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly,
1: we've had way worse. We had people not turn up at all. So you know, you you did well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Maya.
3: Thank Take you, guys. Care. Bye. 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 Bye.
2: Well, she's it so makes crazy, you, isn't she? Isn't she? Oh, it just makes you want to emigrate to the States, though. When they talk about these lives in Miami, and LA, and I'm like, oh, when you look out, you're into Essex.
1: <laughs> all, you're like, all I can oh. see is the uh, the building opposite. I can't even see the sky. So, I mean, like, you know, this is the, the world we live in. You know, this is it. But, um, no, actually, you know, she just, she's kind of right. She seems to have, like, no ego at all, does she? She's just really, like, cash, like... Here I am with my kids, like whatever, I'm just living my life. So it
2: seems really nice. I love that. You know, what I mean, bless her, I mean, she's kind of like, oh, I don't know if I'll bring enough to it. I don't think people always necessarily want someone to stay in this screaming. I think it's probably really refreshing that she is different. She brings something different to the table. Yeah, definitely. I agree with Lovely you. Lovely lady. Very love nice.
1: Uh, now we have your pal coming in, Seth. Uh,
2: can you hear me? We can hear I you. Can. Can't see you though, Seth. Oh you're joking,
0: hold
2: on. No, no joke. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, hey. You How, you, How doing? you doing?
0: I'm good, Stephen. How are you?
1: I'm very good. Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Yeah,
0: really appreciate
1: it too. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you were involved in a bit of drama this week, weren't you? We've just been talking to Bob about it.
0: What drama's that?
1: Well, Sunday's Ip. Yeah, Sunday's.
0: Oh, yeah, oh yeah, terrible.
1: Tell, tell, us, tell us about it. And, and then, Bobby was talking about how much trolling he's been getting afterwards.
0: So, basically, the girls have had an ongoing feud. Chloe Brockett, Liv, Clelia, and Nicole, and about ten others. But that'll, <laughs> that'll come soon. And um, there was an incident in a pub garden. Me and Bobby were there. I was enjoying my book from the book club. Got caught off guard. We were running. So, basically, the aftermath of it is that me and Bobby are being trolled, Bob on a completely different level, obviously, because he's got the campaign, about sitting there and not responding. But Bobby had intervened, and obviously, it didn't get shown. So, that's we.
1: Nature of the beast, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Are you finding it safe, being on the show? I mean
0: i well, have joined in, series. what,
2: 2018 now, so you've kind of done a good, what, year and a half?
0: Yeah, it's my fourth series. I think this has been my best series yet. Like, I think I've found my feet a bit now, got some solid friendships, and we've had more of a laugh this series. I've been doing some fun stuff, crabbing, going to the deer. I like weird things, you say. <laughs>
1: weird? <laughs>
0: Therapeuti- well, not weird, but therapeutic things for the soul. I've been been able to run for it because basically I'm newly single. So I was in a relationship from 15 with somebody for 10 years. And then um, I was in a relationship after that. But the viewers not really know much about me until now. So I've been able to sort of run with that, share a bit about my personal life. And also I've just been sort of finding happiness alone because lockdown really highlighted highlighted a lot for me like a what lot of time to self-reflect a lot of time to sit with my own thoughts which I hadn't done for a long time and just being on my own which sounds mad but it was daunting I didn't know what alone was really yeah because if I'm not around friends or busy at work I was always with somebody yeah
1: yeah yeah to the how point did you that find I don't
0: that even drive.
1: was it difficult though because I mean like yeah I live by myself and I actually love it But I mean, if you've never done it before, it must be a different thing.
0: Yeah, it was horrendous. I didn't, I don't enjoy my own company. I'm not good with my own company. But I didn't actually realise that till I was on my own, then in a situation where actually we weren't going to work, we weren't mixing with people. I didn't have friends round and say, oh, let's go for dinner and things like that. So I sat with myself. I do live with my dad, I've come home. I was living elsewhere, but we, even that, there's only so much you can talk about with your dad. Do you get what I mean? And then um, I was just, yeah, in my own thoughts and it's made me realise a lot.
2: But there's a lot to be said, I think, for learning to be comfortable with your own company and for being single.
0: Yeah, there is definitely, like people say, I'll oh, embrace single life, and I was thinking, embrace single life, what, going to bed on your own, like, watching TV on your own, making dinner on your own, it ain't my thing, it really ain't, <laughs> <laughs> I bore myself, funny enough, like, there's only so much of my own voice I like.
1: I mean, I can understand, I can understand that. I, I mean, I definitely felt the same. But, you know, yeah, I think you're right in a way. It, still, it does give you the opportunity to reevaluate and look at your life. Was there anything in particular that you kind of learned in that time, looking at things a different way, your friendships, your relationships? Anything like I think
0: I really realised who my true friends were in that time, people that you could just pick up the phone to. Um, and I realised that I, I'd wasted a lot of energy on time on things that I shouldn't have. Because at the end of the day, you've got to be happy with yourself and you've got to be on your... You have to be happy with yourself and content on your own. And all this, if you're not happy with yourself or you, if you don't love yourself, you're not going to be able to love. And probably I carried that through relationships even, but not knowing because I was, I'm was i I'm an empath, so I'm a, I'm a giver, so I'm always thinking about somebody else. Mm. When it came to me, I was like shit this is real like and, I, and I've suffered in the past with my mental health like I've suffered with anxiety and not as much depression but I think I was going down that route so I've done I've gone through that and I have seen I've, I've been to therapists and things like that and you talk about yourself so much but still I don't think I ever was sitting with myself there's a massive difference going to say some, sorry, going to somebody and saying like, oh, this is my problem. I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that. But then coming away and you're still in the rat race. Whereas mm. lockdown, there was no rat race. You were stopped.
2: Yeah.
0: And yeah, I started, I've, I've grown from it. It's been a positive. It was, I felt negative at the time. Obviously me and Bobby done isolation with the nation, which was fantastic for other people and for our own minds. So that was still doing a bit of giving back. And my background before Towie was um, working with other people, helping people, I was in like the social care sector. And my mum's a foster care. So I've always been around that sort of thing of giving back and like doing, and that makes me feel better. It's a coping mechanism, which I didn't realise either. So I was thinking the reason I cope is because I'm neglecting my own faults and feelings, but actually helping other people because I've I've got the answers to that, but not the answer to myself. But coming in back into Towerway and sharing that, Towerway have been really supportive of that storyline, and we've followed it. And I've been doing different things, different hobbies, um, things that I probably wouldn't do. But I, I'm a lot more happier than I was six months ago.
1: That's so good. And at least something positive has come out of yeah the negative experience. How's your how's your friendship with Gemma Collins these days?
0: Um, me and Gemma were good friends for a long time. I worked with her in the clothing and um, we we were fr- good friends. We were like sisters, really, and we read like sisters as well as love like sisters. But um, me and Gemma no longer talk. I wish her all the best. Um, and that's it, really.
1: Is there any reason for that or has it just mm-hmm. dissipated, just gone, disappeared? I don't know.
0: Um, there is reasons, but I'm not willing to to discuss them.
1: Okay, fair enough. I think well, we've got
0: uh, our own separate way. She's successful. I wish her all the happiness and uh, best, and that's it.
1: Well, and now you've got, uh, you've got your friendship with other people. You've got Bobby right here with you now. What? Like, <laughs> like what, what, how, how did you guys first meet, and how did you get on and, and all of that? Did you meet through the show?
0: So me and Bob met about eight years ago, I think, because obviously where I was running Gemma's shop, they would film a lot in Brentwood and me and Gemma would spend a lot of time out of the shop and she'd spend a lot of time with Bobby, so our paths crossed. And then our relationship just grew from there. And then, we, then I was on the show, so we got closer, um, spent time on holidays together. And yeah, it's a blooming relationship.
1: And now you've, yeah. got, now you've got pub gardens and book clubs and all that, uh, you know. Oh, my God. oh
0: it we went like water rafting the other day.
1: Oh, God, yeah, that was an experience, wasn't it?
0: exhilaration.
1: I mean it's quite good that you're getting to do, because I guess with with TOWIE quite often it would be go to a party, meet someone in the park, you know, at least you're getting to do new kind of things and I guess the lockdown and the virus has forced that to happen
2: isn't it? Yeah
0: Yeah.
2: definitely. (laughs) We're doing a lot of outside stuff, me and (laughs) Saf in the old ringy. Yeah, oh
0: yeah don't, we capsized out the boat badly.
2: It was um, like Jack and Rose on the Titanic. Do, 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 like
0: that. But he survived and I didn't. I was like a drowned <laughs> rat. I like not
2: um, what,
1: what else can we expect from you in the, in the series coming up?
0: Um, the si- well, for the next few weeks of... Well, I am honest, which is the first time I've been honest on screen about anything. So I do delve into a bit of my personal stuff. You may see some tears. You'll see laughter after, but I do cry. I'm very, I have an open and honest conversation with Georgia. Um, I've stayed away from the drama. It's not really my thing. I can have an argument, but I'd rather not do it on TV.
2: Why are you laughing, Bob? Because <laughs> I, I, I've seen her go. Where she goes, <laughs> she goes. I, I've I'm
0: seen just, her. Like, listen, never say never, I haven't crossed anyone in that, that way yet. I tell yeah. it how it is and that's there's, still I mean.
2: there's still time. There's still time. Oh yeah, there's still time. Still a few weeks left of the series, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: there is. Do you <laughs> think you'd ever
1: I, I mean I asked this to a lot of people, but is there is there anything else that you'd like to do TV wise now that you've done Towie? Can you see yourself? A lot
0: of people keep asking me about celebs go dating. Oh yeah. I will rule that out just for the factor of maybe maybe I need to get in the mix. Do you get what I mean? I don't really like going out clubbing. That ain't my thing. And who would, you, who would then... you like to
1: be ma- matched with? Who can you imagine yourself being matched with?
0: Oh, I don't know. I've never thought. That's what I mean. I've never thought about it. I ain't thought about the next, the next bit. Do you get what I mean? I'm very... I'm not there yet, to be honest, but you never say well, never. Well, Finkner.
2: Finkner, Seth. Give us a name. <laughs> who's, your, who's your celeb crush?
0: No, Bob, I haven't got one, honestly. It'd be an yeah, Hollywood I film star.
1: Can I just say that whoever does the press for get a new lot to say never say never to everything <laughs> is getting tiring. I hear it all the time. We need we. I need to find out who's in we your, your press briefing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never. Uh, fair enough, though, never say never. I'm trying to think who I put you with. I'm trying to think if there's anyone on Made in Chelsea or anything. Mm. No.
0: Oh, you're joking, aren't you, Steve?
1: <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? I'd
0: last all the five minutes. I've done education lessons the other day. That was hysterical. Didn't even say education.
1: <laughs> you just did. So, yeah, honestly, I it can't one. be that bad. Um, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I could. I could see you on good Day because you, you know you're funny and you, you're good on screen. So why not? I mean.
0: Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, the ultimate, The ultimate yeah. job, <laughs> The ultimate job is. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. I would love to do that to face some fears, but I hate I, every jungle creature going, so I don't know how people do it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not... I, Strictly, I,
0: I, I can't dance.
1: Close, close my doors and windows so that spiders can't get in. Like, I'm like, you know what I mean? I couldn't... Be yeah, can't in, bear not, spiders. Not having, I'm not being buried in a coffin full of spiders when I don't even want one coming through my window.
2: Yeah, the rats is. in the coffin would send me over the edge. No, and 2020's been like the jungle. If I see one more daddy long legs... Yeah. I, I'm, or tarantulas the size of my hand. Forget mm. it. There's far yes. too many. I blame it on the weather or the corona. It's, something's gone mad this year. Well, they're running all the virus as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they, they, they're running round Essex. Yeah. So, what about a bit of dance on ice? Couple of blades on your feet. Yeah, do you know what? I'll, it, Dancing
0: on ice, I can imagine being brilliant. I can ice skate. I mean, we did do ice skating once, didn't we, Bob? I was holding on to penguins, dear life. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I could have let but, go of it. Yeah, you
0: could have let go of it. But uh, ice skating, lovely. Yeah, love the costumes and that. Wouldn't mind uh, skating around like Bambi. Being,
2: being spun around by <laughs> your ankles, doing the eight banger.
0: Yeah, forget it now. <laughs>
2: okay, change your air mind. pieces all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> lashes.
0: My face would be on, my face would slide and be still on the ice. Yeah. I really,
1: I really want to see this now. I really want to see this. <laughs> um, well, Saf, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate you joining us today.
2: Thank you. Um,
1: and thanks for being so open and honest about what's going on in your life. Because I think a lot of people sometimes think that if you're on a TV show, you don't have any of these problems, but clearly you're just... A no, person. yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. There's
0: a merge. There's a mad- mad sort of view on TV, reality TV, I think especially because Essex is known as this glamorous sort of filtered place, but actually the filter needs to come off. Like we're in 2020 and there's a lot there's a lot more to the to us as a cast than just handbags bags and fakes happening
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well um thanks so much I for mean, joining sister. us, like I said. Yeah amen. I mean. Amen. <laughs> preach. I um, <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate thanks,
2: it. Thanks, uh, so much Take Bye. care.
1: Bye. 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 I can see why your friends are there. Bob she seems really <laughs> lovely and um, and funny as well. You know what I mean?
2: And you know what? I so get what you mean there because now I've been doing interviews about the last year. I so get when you speak to Terry people and they go never say never. <laughs> All of you, all of you bastards. <laughs> honestly, that you cost... speak to, and I'm like, "Is that what we've all been running around saying for all this time?" If I never honestly, if
1: I had a penny, I'd have, for every time I'd heard it, I'd have at least fifty p. I mean, honest to God. <laughs> <laughs> you would
2: be buying property over on site selling stuff. I would, I would. I'll be, i
1: living, I'll our be our best living in Beverly Hills. All on you, Cowie lot, saying never, say never all the time. <laughs> um, well, that was that was <laughs> a great chat.
2: Oh yeah, lovely show, I can't wait to sit and listen to your pre-recorded one with the lovely Faye
1: Oh yeah, um, well so yeah, uh, for everyone everyone listening we have uh, the gorgeous Faye Tozer coming up um, And I believe we're playing their song, is that right? Yeah, we're playing their song, uh, which is called What the Future Holds um, So yeah, enjoy and uh, see you on the other side Hello Hi. Faye, are you there?
4: I am, I am, can you hear me?
1: I can hear you just fine, how are you doing?
4: Yeah, really good. Thank you. Uh,
1: Thanks so much for speaking to us. Really appreciate it. Um, And uh, congrats on the new single. I'm absolutely obsessed with it.
4: (laughs) Are you? I love to hear that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, uh, the response has been pretty mind-blowing actually. We're we're always um, uh, wondering what people are going to think, you know, if we believe in something, um, we just cross our fingers and wow, it's been brilliant.
1: Was that, yeah, actually, I was going to say, was it a bit nerve-wracking? Because obviously your, your last album, Tears on the Floor, was such like success. Was there any kind of nerves about coming back and doing it again? Were, were any of you dubious or, or what, what, was the, what was the score?
4: I mean, you never know what people are going to think of um, your album. I mean, this is very different, I think, to the last album. Oh, really? Um, but having, um, having such a huge banger, you know, given to <laughs> us on, on the uh, management table... Um, it was, it was in fact about three years ago when we first heard it, it kind ah. of blew up straight away. And we were like, well, if we're gonna do another album, this is just the great way to start. So it kind of got the ball rolling. But you know, we're never complacent. Um, we think we know our fans and we think we know what they'll enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. And we think we know we have um, a certain formula to steps and what it should sound like and what we should be delivering. Yeah. But we always like to take a few chances. And also develop and um, or go back or revisit things. So yeah, I mean it's all down to individual taste, really, at the end of the day. But we think we've got it right.
1: I I have to say, it was quite interesting when you when you when the last album came out and uh, and Scared of the Dark came out. I had a friend who's not a pop fan at all, and he was like, "I'm so glad that they've come back with like a really good song and that like it's all happening for them." Do you think you are winning over new people as well?
4: (laughs) It's quite interesting, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. All the music snobs and sceptics that um, we um, expect to deal with, I guess. Um, you know, we've, n- we've never uh, tried to be anything that we're not. And the people who are fans thoroughly enjoy great pop music. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think we're so lucky because nowadays I think we um, are being offered songs by really incredible writers.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I think because we're more in control as well, um, I think the quality of the songs and our recordings are um, a standard that we really love and we feel confident in and that we can give to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we feel like we're in a different place. Not that we'd ever be complacent, but um, it's, it's kind of fun because we're not doing it to chase the number one. We know that we're doing it for our fans, really. And if anybody else joins in, that's kind of a bonus for us.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, you, you must be pretty confident that it's going to go well because you're going on tour next year. Um, obviously, I mean, it uh, probably depends on what's going on in the, world, in the wider world. Um, but, you know, that, and, and the O2, you know, that's what gets bigger than that.
4: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we're going to be at the O2 in uh, November the 26th, 2021. Um, so I guess um, our confidence comes from um, our touring agents. Um, our record company. We're now signed to um, BMG. We had um, uh, a lovely offer from BMG. Last last album, we were independent. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, oh, it's really, wonderful to have like um, a big machine behind us who believe in us and actually who are delivering to the fans, you know, some great social uh, network advertising and you know, giving us all the bells and whistles on top of what we could have done last time. Mm. So it feels like. Um, we yeah, we're not doing it for anybody else than our fans.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I think, and that's actually the best way to do it. I think, especially like you said, because you, you you don't have to please anyone else now. You've got a fan base, haven't you? And and they and they really are sticking by you.
4: Absolutely, and we have the most amazing back catalogue. Um, you really
1: do i mean it is i mean it really is kind of timeless almost
4: well yeah and we have um, an amazing musical director who um we use for tours and for different arrangements steve anderson who does stuff stuff kylie and all sorts um who um, breathes new life into um our early songs so we can re-deliver them you know with a new lease of life when we do our live shows um mm-hmm. and it's i've got to say you know we are we are pinching ourselves that 23 years later you know people are still interested they're still they're still wanting more and it's just a wonderful place to be really
1: and what about your interpersonal relationships now i think um, obviously you did a reality tv show didn't you where everything kind of was thrown up in the air and you and uh well everyone kind of got to know what really happened behind the scenes what what are your friendships like now
4: you know, that whole thing that was back in 2011. You know, I know it, it seems
1: wild, <laughs> I
4: know it was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, it was kind of you know, at the time it was painful and but cathartic. And I don't think we'd be here without doing that series, really, because mm. a lot of questions needed to be answered, or we needed to lay stuff to rest. You know, water mm. under the bridge. Um, and I think we're stronger because of that now. Um, but I think we're actually, you know, the more time goes on, the better place we're in we're family, you know, we look yep. after each other, we can support each other's um, separate projects outside Steps and not have a qualm about that because we know at the end of the day, we're preparing for the next chapter in Steps every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think everyone's very, very protective of each other and the band.
1: That's really nice to hear and, and, and I think it shows. I, I came to see your show at Kew Gardens um, a couple of years ago and <laughs> what an incredible evening it was and like I think like yeah you're you, what you say is right you can tell that it's not what it used to be is it between you all it's it's a, you're at a different stage now
4: yeah it's just brilliant you know and we work so so hard and Steps is our baby you know it's our business and we care very very much for it but the lovely thing is we work so hard but we laugh really hard now mm-hmm. and I think because you know it feels like we can be honest to each other about everything. The communication gates, you know, were flung wide open uh, during the Sky series. So I think, you know, onwards and upwards.
1: Definitely. What, what can we expect from the album?
4: So um, in What the Future Holds, our single, uh, which is the title track of the album, there's a lyric that says one foot in the past and one foot in the future. And I really think that that's um, quite apt for the feeling of the album. Mm -hmm. So uh, Tears on the Dance Floor, the previous um, album, was very much um, dance floor bangers. And that was intentional. We wanted to get everybody back on the dance floor with us again. Mm -hmm. Um, This album, um, yes, we've got some great dance floor uh, tracks in there, but there's some um, really great sing-along things. There's some more intimate stuff, you know, that we felt was really... Um, relevant to where we are in our lives and I know that our fans have sort of grown up with us mm-hmm. and a lot of at the same stage or have been through things, you know, and I think it really speaks to us in some ways. We've all got completely different favourites on the album so it's going to be really interesting to hear uh, the feedback from uh, the fans once they've had a listen.
1: Yeah, I bet. I mean the, the tour is obviously a little way off yet. Do you have any plans for it at the moment? Do you know kind of what you're, what you're thinking?
4: So um, when we found out and confirmed that we were definitely um, going to do it 2021, we had to get the ball rolling straight away because these things take time to prepare. Uh, and the we know exactly what the stage uh, shape is going to be. We've got a little model in place, which is very exciting. Um, we've got the theme, the, the major theme around it. But now it's, it's a wonderful um, creative time where we throw pictures and ideas about costumes, staging, lighting, um, and everyone gets really, really involved. And um, yeah, lots of um, collages and montages of things flying around on WhatsApp groups to different you know, people. <laughs> right. And um, ideas of um, how we can update the uh, back music and things like that. Yeah, it's brilliant. It,
1: well, it's nice to have something to aim for at the minute because obviously the last few months been... Difficult for everyone, I guess. Has that has that been the same for you? How have you uh, coped in the last uh, six months or so?
4: So it's been it's been really hard to be honest because we were supposed to be um, releasing all this last March, and it was the day before the news of lockdown. Oh god! So <laughs> Talk we about timing. Lisa was literally going to step onto a plane, and we were like. Don't do it. <laughs> we have to put everything on pause, so you know keeping our tongues tied when we'd already put out tiny little teasers to the fans, mm. and then fans asking us on social media, "When can you promised us this?" and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, "Oh God, we're not actually allowed to say anything because we could ruin the whole campaign. Yeah um, So that was really hard. But um, on a family side of things, and the flip side of that, um, it was a strange thing to be in lockdown. Mm. Uh, the most wonderful time because I got to spend six months um, with my son, who is 11, and he is my absolute pride and joy. And that was the best six months I could have with him. And I know that I'll never get that time again. So that was actually really precious.
1: Yeah. That's actually, did... sorry, go on. No, 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 no.
4: No, no, please go ahead. I was going to say, oh, and also wonderful things like, because um, I live in the Northeast, there was um, a pod of dolphins that we went to go and chase around in the morning. Oh, wow. at 6 o'clock in the morning and I went, you know, we went paddling at 6 o'clock in the morning when the sun was coming up and uh, we started golf lessons and we grew tomatoes and all the stuff that I would never have time to do mm-hmm. uh, or keep up. Um, so I've got so many precious memories um, because of lockdown. Um, but I know it was a devastating time for some people and, you know, we've always got to be really, really conscious and hopefully, I don't know, hopefully now things are, can improve or we can look to the future and, and um, yeah, just be hopeful for next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree. I think, and actually you're, a lot of the people that I've interviewed on, on the show have said exactly the same thing. It's like, yeah, of course the wider issues have been, have been a big deal, but it has actually been some of the things, you, like you said, you'll never get that time back. So it's really, it's really precious for people and um, there's also the matter of uh, Strictly Come Dancing is coming back uh soon you obviously did very well on the show in was it 2018? 2018
4: class of 2018
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well are you looking forward to seeing it back and, and what are you expecting because obviously it's going to be slightly different this year
4: yeah so I mean I hear rumors and you know there's little groups going around where I'm getting some <laughs> little bit of inside information mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna obviously see on the screen same as everybody else but um I think that it's really exciting that they've gone for it in the climate of things. Ha- actually having a, a same sex couple is so very exciting.
1: Yeah. Um, H, really, H really set the mark there, didn't he? Doing <laughs> uh, Dancing on Ice.
4: You know what? If, yeah, absolutely. We think so. Um, <laughs> and if that set the bar or even encouraged them to do it or, you know, made it feel like it was possible, you know, that's, that's just amazing. Um, I think it's really important um, these days that, you know, everybody is represented and this is the beginning mm. of um. So, So it's very exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Do you, do you think the show Miss Bruno, because he's obviously confirmed he won't be taking part this year?
4: Oh, of course it's going to be it's such a shame. It really is. Because he's such a huge character.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure is um, that, yeah. <laughs>
4: but, you know, I think changes you know bring in new personalities it's like when Moxie came in as well um you know and things evolve um he will be sorely missed i'm sure but um i bet there's somebody else interested in coming along to um brighten our screens up
1: would you ever do something like on the judging panel or something like that you obviously got loads of dance experience
4: absolutely um i'd love to do something like that um yeah yes is the answer
1: <laughs> what about um you with uh Giovanni is that right I'm trying to remember That's now right, yes. Yeah uh, do, are you still friends do you still do you still chat
4: Yeah absolutely um over lockdown um there were a few I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but a few little recordings and bits that are going to be seen uh, on uh, Strictly programmes.
1: Oh, yeah, the special <laughs> shows. They're coming out next month, I think, aren't yeah,
4: they? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, we kept in touch with that. We did a few um, Instagram uh, stories as well when we went live on Instagram to sort of re- reminisce with the fans and stuff. That was fun. But, yeah, no, and it's brilliant to see how he got on on uh, last series as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah, oh. he's, he's a real sweetie.
1: I'm really glad to hear that. Well, Faye, thank you so much for speaking to us. Um, really appreciate it. And uh, best of luck with the album. I, I, I'm not overselling it, but I really cannot wait to hear it because I love the last one so much.
4: I <laughs> incredible. Okay, well, thank you very much. And just to remind everyone that we're going to be at the O2 on uh, November the 26th.
1: Can you just uh, introduce your song as well?
4: I would absolutely love to. So our brand new single from our brand new album is What the Future Holds, and this is by us, step
1: well thanks so much for listening uh, everyone as usual uh, and uh that was it was a great show uh, girl power again just like last week um i'm into it i'm into it i'd be happy to have girl power all the time uh, what, what what are you up to this week bob
2: so what's in store for this week um Plenty more filming. We're kind of edging towards the end of the series now. So we're a little bit in advance. So we've got Halloween coming up. Ooh. Um, yeah, what are you going to be, be?
1: Gomez. Gomez,
2: to be honest with you, I'm having a mess. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be something that you rely heavily on, like a makeup artist, to kind of just do something with the face. Got, it. got um, it. Because the problem is trying to find Halloween costumes in September ain't the easiest. Good point. Um, So, but I'm sure... And also when no one's having parties.
1: No one's having parties, are they? So that might be a problem too. (laughs) But it's work. Before Boris comes
2: knocking, it's work. And there will only be six of us. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what a party that sounds like. Six of you all dressed up as pumpkins. Can't wait to see Bobbing that on app- Oh no, we
2: probably can't bob for apples. We'll have to wipe the <laughs> anti back the apples. Bobbing for sanitizer.
1: <laughs> oh, lovely. What about
2: yourselves, Stephen? You got much planned, Bobes?
1: Well, I was actually supposed to be going to a birthday party this weekend, but I think that's probably off now. <laughs> and
2: remember, if you're going to party, you've got to do a Cinderella, but you've got to be home at 9.59. Oh, God! There ain't so no midnight. Boring. I know, it's going to be strange times, Stephen, but... This, this is life now. It really is. Thank God for, for Zoom. We'll still always be here, eh?
1: We'll always be here, Father. <laughs> You'll catch us every Thursday, <laughs> you lucky <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah, well, on that note, till next time, uh, goodbye.
2: Bye, guys.